1: where each week, Seth Breedlove and Mark Matske convene to discuss the greatest mysteries the world has ever known. Now, strap on your hiking boots, grab your trusty walking stick, and don't forget the bug spray as we begin our journey through Monsteropolis.
0: Hello. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go again. Test one two. Test one two. So the mic was off. That's what this all was about.
1: I think your mic was off.
0: Great. I. Hello. Hey, test. test one hey, test two. Test one two.
1: Are we good? Hey, test one two. We're good. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> This is Monsteropolis, a show about anomalies, legends, and monsters. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Seth Breedlove. I'm joined for the first time in Monsteropolis history by a new face to the show. First time she's ever been on any podcast ever. <laughs> you probably know her from such hit small town monsters productions as On the Trail of Hauntings. Anybody? Oh, oh. Maybe you've seen her in The Mark of the Bell Witch. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Heather Moser. Hi. Hey.
1: Um so Mark is gone this week. He okay, obviously if you're a listener of the show you're aware Mark is a pastor. Mark is dealing with uh pastoral duties this week. So um Heather was gracious enough to hop on this show with me. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, this week we are going to read some letters and go through these letters. Fan mail? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's better. I guess it's better than what the iTunes reviews are. Um, (laughs) all right. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to read some letters before we get to the letters. A quick note. We are still doing this abandoned giveaway. Mm, so oh, yeah. send us a letter monsteropolismail at gmail.com include uh, abandoned in the yes. subject line mm-hmm. you can win one of two copies of the Larry Baxter book abandoned mm-hmm. you have to write an actual letter though it has to have a like a legitimate uh, subject my nose is like bumping up against my mic everything got moved in here oh god <laughs> Everything, everything oh no <laughs> Something well, just started making a noise again. Mm. Um everything uh got moved right before we did this because we had to shoot something moved. Now it legit is making oh no.
0: Now it's your mic.
1: Okay, wait, I fixed it. Sorry guys. <laughs> um You wouldn't believe how difficult it is. we have we have the recording area for Monsteropolis, but it's in the room where I think we do the bulk of our filming
0: here. Mm-hmm
1: which is like the screening room area. So things constantly get moved with the podcast and every time they get moved, the mics get reset and and then we get bad iTunes reviews <laughs> because the, iTunes, the, the audio doesn't match up or whatever. Right. So anyway, uh, announcements. Uh, squad. Uh, Uh, join our youtube channel we are making some big changes there and we have to start notifying people about those changes very very soon um we're going to try to do away with two of the levels There would only be one level or two levels there will be the bottom level which is like 6.99 and then there's going to be the top level which is like 49.99 um the bottom level is going to include everything the other two tiers are going to go away um Because in all honesty, the only reason we had four tiers to begin with was because YouTube made us. We really didn't Mm -hmm. want four tiers. We only wanted two. So, um, oh, God. (laughs) I got to edit that part out where I clear my throat. Um, But, yeah, so if you're a channel member going forward, and right now even what you're getting is Monsteropolis video format, Um, you are getting random episodes of Squadcast whenever we have time to record those. Mm -hmm. You're getting On the Trail of Hauntings, you're getting Beyond the Trail ad-free 4K, and you're getting Paranormal Unexplained ad-free and a little early. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot when you join up. Oh, behind the scenes. Yeah, all the production diary stuff that we're doing. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, It's a lot of stuff.
1: It's a ton of stuff. We are going to start so we're filming more hauntings starting this next weekend yeah Yeah, out of state no yeah so we're moving to west virginia for two episodes um if you are waiting to watch hauntings we are putting it up uh free on youtube starting sometime soon so one by basically one episode a month Mm -hmm. however you're always going to be far behind uh right So unless you're a squad member, you're going to be pretty far behind on those. And you're going to have to deal with ads, YouTube ads. So channel membership is worth it, I think. Plus you're helping support all the new stuff we're creating on YouTube, which includes Beyond the Trail and Squadcast and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Paranormal Explain, All the the free YouTube stuff is being supported by the membership stuff. So Uh, it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. And there's more like we want to do as the as the membership grows, we plan on doing more. We have a thing we're working on with Heather, which we haven't announced or mentioned anywhere.
0: It's a secret still. A secret thing. Keep secret it. YouTube. Yep. Keep it secret. Keep it safe.
1: Yep. Or she'll eat it.
0: Nope. No.
1: Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on August 3rd is On the Trail of UFOs Dark Sky. Uh. It'll come out on on all major like VOD platforms. We're pretty excited about it. You're in in that one, but you were also an integral part of the production of the film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of fun.
1: It it is. We're excited to have that one out. Uh, Rougarou is done. Ruguru is off to the distributor. Yes. So uh Rougarou had a title change. It is now called Skinwalker. Colin, the howl of the Ruguru Stop.
0: Yeah. I didn't laughing. I'm not. Uh, it's great.
1: Sometimes movies
0: they go evolve. through
1: changes. They change based Morph, on the if you marketability will. of the title <laughs> uh and your distributors needs. Yeah. Um, so Skinwalker, Howl of the Rougarou. hmm. Um I th- I think that's Oh
0: no, we're gonna be in yeah, Flatwoods. We're right? gonna be
1: in Sutton, West Virginia at the Flatwoods Monster Museum next Saturday. Twenty fourth. The 24th from 11, 11 to, to 3. three. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that'll be myself and Heather and Zach and Steve. Uh, uh, the whole hauntings crew, uh, minus a few, mm-hmm. will be there. Um, so if you want to come meet us, you can be there. Uh, unfortunately, Mark will not be there. I know that'll be the big question, is will Mark be there. He will not. Yeah, But you can come meet us anyway.
0: And what are we going to do there, like? We're, Between we're calling 3.
1: it a meet and greet. Uh, so basically, we're just going to hang out and you can come hang out with us and we'll sign stuff. We have Yay. posters and hopefully we have DVDs by then. But right now, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's enough for announcements. Uh, this week's show, we're reading mail that we've received. And there's a lot of mail. So Mark, who will be back hopefully next week, we will get back into the rest of the mail. Mm-hmm. But we got But We have a... Do you want to read this? Because you're probably better at reading things. You can pronounce every word. Bigfoot correctly. the journey.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Who wrote this? Michael. Michael wrote it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seth and Mark loved the new Bigfoot the and journey. And Heather. Yeah. Sorry, <clears throat> Seth and Mark. And I know you meant Heather. Love the new movie Bigfoot the journey. I got the whole. I got the whole escape. The or yeah. Okay. I got to escape the chaos. Back to nature vibe. Sorry. I'm totally. You made me read this, and I just totally no, mess it up. That well. I got the whole escape the chaos, back to nature vibe you were going for. Mm-hmm. Love the scenery of the Adirondack Mountains. I was really surprised when you drove through my hometown, Pittsfield, Massachusetts, on your way to Savoy. Mm-hmm. It was great to find out about, Massachusetts S- S- Didn't know they were there. Probably because probably because hard pressed to find believers in this area.
1: What are you What's going on right the now The
0: squatch cheese name
1: Yeah you like I it I love it Yeah
0: It's great Okay <clears throat> I can't There's certain words man I just can't Yeah yeah Deal no, It's I great it. I love it uh-huh. There's yeah okay All right Also Love Small Town Monsters Hauntings Hey Yeah We'll say a little disappointed
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> Well We took a turn great.
0: Thanks, Seth. We'll say a little disappointed with the one aired this week, the Ohio State Reformatory. So this is an old okay. email. It's fine. Seems like everyone gave up rather quickly. I don't, just for the record. Heather doesn't,
1: Yeah, but it's I, cool. I have a... Okay, go ahead.
0: I, I didn't think the people in specific areas tried to interact with any entities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lastly, please have Santino bring back the aluminum hats. I know you hate them, but I find it funny.
1: I don't actually hate them. Keep I just up the great
0: work. Out. No, the, they're fine. Yeah. The one hat just falls off all the time.
1: Yeah, wearing the, the Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse one. one. Is pretty <laughs> So here's the thing about, um, here's the thing about hauntings, and we've Mark and I have talked about this, but I want to address it again. <laughs> we, you are not seeing everything that goes on, so there is an attempt um, in, especially in the Ohio State reformatory because Zach was doing multiple challenges and we did all the challenges that they had for us and we did all that kind of stuff um you're you're seeing a six hour shoot
0: Mm, at least
1: six to eight hour shoot yeah that one was one of the longest ones yeah condensed down to 45 minutes to an hour um so you're gonna you're missing a lot because there's cameras on every crew Mm -hmm. um and at the end of the day Santino is gonna do what he wants with the final cut And so you're probably going to get something a little goofier than what actually is going on. So while I appreciate that you like the series and enjoy it, um, yeah, the fact is like what you're seeing is not necessarily what goes on. I think what Santino is doing is pulling the most the things he finds the funniest or most interesting aspects of the shoot. And then that's what you see. So there's no reason to stick. 10 minutes of us just sitting in a room into the episode and I think uh, very often that's what's happening right on a shoot Mm -hmm. I still believe that this is one of if not the only truly honest (laughs) ghost hunting shows out there uh not because uh, I'm not saying that because of a lack of activity I'm saying that because we don't really try to play things up or sure play things up for the audience especially Mm -hmm. Um, that's why when this goes to free YouTube it's going to be brutalized (laughs) by the horrific YouTube audience um, who bash everything so yeah the Mm. only thing I would say with hauntings is um, uh, I'm trying to read here again so I can just get seems like everyone gave up rather quickly yeah I mean I, I just don't think we're in those places for you know eight hours and I think we're trying to typically record in the amount of time either we're allotted or the amount of time that that we are willing to to be out after bedtime. Because sure. the fact is Heather and Courtney would stay in these places till like 4 or 5 a.m. And we have. And they have. In fact, Heather just we got back. We did it at
0: Mansfield, actually.
1: In Indi- yeah. And in Indiana, you just got back from. I,
0: yeah. From going to. Uh... Talk about that while I get my water out of the freezer. Great. So, um, just went to Randolph County Infirmary and Blackford, Blackford County Jail, in Indiana. Uh, two nights back to back, and um, actually stayed overnight both places. So this is something that I do regularly. I mean, as regularly as I can, and uh, it's a whole different ball game whenever there's camera crew people walking around versus you know ghost hunting without cameras meant for filming purposes Mm -hmm. so it it is a little bit different but yeah no we stayed after um the rest of the crew left at ohio state reformatory yes until the the next morning
1: the anchorage
0: no well okay the anchorage we stayed like an hour or two but we had to be out because of curfew in ohio okay by 10. yeah was that covid it was a COVID curfew, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, DeWine had the 10 p.m. curfew. Right. You're not supposed to be on the roads or whatever.
1: Uh, and he's a Paranormal Unexplained fan. Once the hat's back, I agree. I didn't know the hats had gone away.
0: They haven't had many conspiracy things yet. They gotta get back on those.
1: Uh, Rick. Um, abandoned. Mm. Uh, hey, Seth, Mark, and Heather, if she's there. That's actually <laughs> no, in there. Oh, no, Yeah, really? It's, it's really in there. Aw. Uh, um, I really enjoyed your interview episodes last year mid pandemic. Have you guys thought of any guests you could call up and chat with for an hour? That's let's so just weird. talk about it. All right. Talk about it now. Go on. So at some point we are launching another small town monsters podcast, hosted by Heather, and it will be an interview podcast. Yay. And it will kinda of run the gamut of topics, right? Yeah. Kinda of, the list we've got runs everything from Ghosts and the supernatural to so like Bigfoot and yeah. the paranormal UFOs. Like.
0: Yeah, all manner of high strangeness. Right? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, so the there will definitely be more interviews. They just probably won't be Mark and I. I'd, we talked about this on the show before, but um, I spend so much time doing interviews on the movies that that is why we kind of steered away from interviews on the podcast because the podcast is... My time to relax and just have fun with these topics, mm. and if I was scheduling interviews, well, you know, I get super nervous. Yeah, like I'm I really know. like a ball of nerves yep. with interviews, and it just adds a layer of stress for me that I'm not thrilled but about. You don't need, yeah that i I do not need. <laughs> um, I'm trying to go through this one. This is a big one. Mm. Okay, um, <clears throat> this is the one we talked about with all the production questions. Mm. Which I don't think we answered these i this email came back in May though, so it's entirely possible that we we did this. Let me just run, yeah, we did this, yeah we did this one. okay, uh-huh. so I can't do that. uh <laughs> uh Sam. DeLoach said, hey guys, I love the work that you are doing in the paranormal community. No one even comes close to you guys. Maybe Bill Lancaster, but I believe he had exited the Bigfoot community. Keep it up and hope to see you guys soon. Uh-huh. Um, this gives me a chance to talk about something. Okay. Bill, <laughs> you, <Yeah>. you <laughs> sounded a little afraid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> uh. No, uh, Bill and Amy Lancaster made three Bigfoot movies so far. Um, and I am I know that the, their, their approach to the subject is very similar to sort of the early days of STM. They're not the only completely independent filmmakers that are doing movies like this. Uh, a lot of people still don't realize this. I know we talked about it on the show, but Amazon has literally banned... Non-fiction content from going up on the platform and it's so bad that in the past week they pulled our on the trail of ufo series from the platform um, it's still available for rental and purchase but it's no longer available to be seen on free prime i didn't do that they literally just pulled it with no explanation um i sent them an email last night but this is a that that's a series that we we've, we've talked about this it has over 10 million views we, we aren't talking about like a show with with no one watching it. This is a massive show. It had some of the biggest numbers for anything we've made. That's 10 million views in just over a year, by the way. It's huge. Um, it's got 300-plus reviews, and it's still four stars. Mm-hmm. So they can't say it's quality issue, which is right. going to more than likely be their excuse because it's got solid reviews. Um, it, we can survive this for... Uh, uh, hopefully until this situation gets sorted out filmmakers like bill and Amy or uh, I know a lot of people love uh, Southern fried Bigfoot it's like one of my favorite it's such a good dish no but it's one of my <laughs> favorite it's it's one of my favorite Bigfoot documentaries and I I don't know if that doc got pulled from the platform yet but a lot of these pl- uh, docs are getting pulled from Prime and that will make the very um let me think of the right way to i don't know how to refer to those documentaries it's what minerva and yeah and whitehall started out as Mm -hmm. it will make it impossible for those filmmakers to survive and make those types of docs so if you're a fan of those movies i don't really know what to tell anyone to do amazon is a trillion dollar corporation i can tell you when People reached out to Amazon in droves when they initially banned Mothman and Point Pleasant. They put it back on the platform. Mm-hmm. So there is a chance that if enough people reach out to these platforms and complain, Amazon might do an about face on on individual titles. I do not believe they will go back on this banning of, in, of, of independent nonfiction content because there's been articles written on huge websites about it and they don't. didn't seem to care anyway support the the really small independent filmmakers out there like Bill and Amy Mm -hmm. uh, because they they need it in a big way right now it's a it's a very difficult landscape to Mm -hmm. to navigate which we had a talk at the beginning of the year because I think I wouldn't be wrong in saying this is the most involved in STM you've ever been in a year especially yeah Yeah. Uh, and you're getting a look behind the scenes Mm-hmm. What is it? <laughs> What's your what is it like?
0: Um well, I mean, what do you mean? What is it like? It's uh, just... just
1: just give our listeners what is it like to come in and see the production from the from the back end or from the front end or back end,
0: front end? Um okay. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. We'll just go with that. <laughs> Um well, I think that well, of course, I don't know what it seems like from the outside so mm-hmm. much as, like, there's not, this is a small group. Yeah. Like, it's there's not a ton of people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, everybody that is involved is really doing a lot mm-hmm. for all of this to, to work. And um, I think that that in itself is impressive. But I think you've got a good group of people.
1: Jared says... Hey, Seth, just got the live stream on YouTube. By the way, I did one of these live streams like last week. Oh. Like hundreds of people tuned in.
0: When you announced the name change. Yeah. when I <laughs> he, he announced that before he told me.
1: Okay, yeah, I did. Just throwing that she out there. She wrote the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh... <clears throat> Hey, Seth, just caught the live stream on YouTube. Love what you guys are doing. Did you get the cameras I sent in the mail? They were in an estate cleanup I was part of and were headed for the dumpster, but I instantly thought of STM and saved them. I hope you can use them. I'm crying. I hope you can use them. The Bolex really looked cool and both seemed to be in perfect condition. I don't know much about movie gear, but the history on cameras is fascinating. Maybe you could talk a little about it on the pod. Okay, so, yeah, anyone... Who knows me knows I'm a huge fan of old cameras I mean we're we're literally looking at shooting an entire movie uh, in the next two years on on eight on Super 8 and in uh, large chunks of the Jersey Devil uh, an upcoming production
0: <laughs> on film
1: uh, because I really do love <clears throat> you just get so much there's so much character just from film grain like we added a grain overlay um a really good grain overlay for Rougarou and Mm -hmm. it adds so much character to the final movie I don't I don't know how to express it it's just a very it makes everything come to life and the best moments in that movie to me are the super eight moments Mm -hmm.
0: um it's more depth more realistic
1: yeah and it, it just has this yeah there's just something to it that that I adore so um so we already have a bunch of old cameras in here. One of them, Les O'Dell, gave me about a year ago. He bought for me at a garage sale or something. It still has the price tag. It's that.
0: Aw, it's that one. It's the VHS
1: one. one there on the end.
0: Oh, okay, I see. I think
1: that's a Super 8, actually. I'm not sure. But um, so, yeah, Jared sent some of the coolest. I, I should show it to you when we're done. Okay. It's all that stuff over there. Whoa. Um. Awesome. Some of the coolest stuff he pulled out of this estate sale. One of them is one of the old Bolex cameras with the tri, uh, the lens, the three lenses. You can, you twist it oh. to get the different lens and the freaking thing works. What? Yeah, I, I'm fairly certain that we could film something with it because it actually, everything still turns, all the, all the parts are still in working order. That's awesome. The coolest thing he sent, uh, he did send a really cool old VHS camera. But the coolest thing he sent is this projector, um, that's sitting over there, and I'm planning on putting that to use somehow in a movie. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can think of one. I it, I think it's not. I think you this think is it's like too new. I think it's too new. I think it's like space age, and what we need is like a projector from like the, okay, got it. like a yeah. silent film era. Right. Um, which I know where we can get that. Okay. Palace theater.
0: Oh. And maybe
1: even show it in the palace like project it onto the screen and yeah I like it. um but yeah this is the, such a cool selection of stuff you sent over and uh that's
0: awesome i feel
1: bad i didn't open them right away i was kind of like i was looking at them for a while the boxes and then i finally opened it and i didn't realize this stuff was in working order i thought i was just like display pieces yeah just the box that the projector came in is pretty pretty awesome um okay We have another one from Hayden. He said, uh, two unrelated questions. What is it about Skinwalker Ranch that seemingly makes it more compelling in recent years than other locations known for having massive amounts of diverse unexplained phenomena other than the one documentary I've seen on it from a few years ago? The Bridgewater Triangle, for instance, doesn't seem to have captured as much of the public's attention as Skinwalker Ranch, but I may be off base here. Let's answer that question first. Do you have an uh so
0: the initial thought on that is that um, skinwalker the the word in general is going to catch more attention than a triangle, like Bridgewater Triangle that oh, doesn't really? really tell us anything in my mind, because the only other triangle that I think of is Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And we don't really talk about that anymore. When I was little, that was a thing that everybody talked about, but not so much anymore. And it doesn't explain what's happening necessarily. Where Skinwalker Ranch Ooh I mean, you the have name that name Im-
1: immediately elicits a response.
0: Yeah, and we already are aware that there are people that won't even say that word. Mm-hmm. So it already has a built-in punch to it than yes. something like Bridgewater Triangle in my opinion.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'd buy that. I think I'm just going along with what she's saying because <laughs> it does. It's like the the at the heart of it, the whole legend was based around Skinwalker traditions that supposedly took place in that mm. area and the wolves that were initially seen by the family, right. the Sherman family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I think she's right. <laughs> it's it's also, you know, like, see, I I when I hear triangle, I immediately know what we're, we're talking about. But well, I'm into this stuff. And yeah. like you said, when I was a kid, Bermuda Triangle was huge. Mm hmm. Um, And these days, I don't know that that is the case anymore, but I I mean, there used to be triangles all over the place. Yeah, there's a Nevada one. Sasquatch triangle here Mm in Ohio. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I
0: was looking into writing pieces about the different ones. Do you have
1: any opinions on the triangle thing? Why triangles?
0: Because it's a geometric shape that's easy.
1: Why not a rectangle?
0: Three points are easier to remember than four. I don't know
1: what is the okay but what is the (laughs) significance of a triangle isn't there some sort of like oh well just the idea of
0: like a trinity or i mean that's something that's always been okay something we've been fascinated with whether that's in religion or um government i mean you got three branches of the government here in the u.s what are they the The judicial executive no i almost kicked you all right anyway
1: yeah. 12, judicial and presidential. Is that it? That's it. Did I nail it?
0: You got it. Okay. A plus. All
1: right. Um, I like, yeah. I love that topic of high strangeness places in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a place like, that is so fascinating to me. Now I'm like, okay, well, what can we do to push this, to push this, the popularity of like the Chestnut Ridge? We need to change the On the, the trail
0: name. of triangles.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> Nah. nah. Uh, no, no, nope. I think He's I'm out. good. <clears throat> yeah, I'm out.
0: See, this is why I don't come up with names for stuff.
1: Um, well, on the trail of triangles, I can only imagine. <laughs> what's, what's the box art? It's like us running and there's like these f- floating triangles we're running after. Um <clears throat> okay that, that was a cool question okay second part of this is what are some of the strangest cryptids or encounters that you've ever come across while doing research or interviews the fearsome critters of lumberjack lore come to my mind but i don't think they necessarily count as cryptids anyway absolutely love your output and i'm glad i finally found the podcast the beast of bray road documentary is a favorite in our household and i can't wait to see the skinwalker doc as well hayden all right, so strangest cryptids or encounters that you can think of, mm. they they got for me. It's got to be stuff from the Chesnut Ridge. Like there's that yeah. thing that Stan was messaging me about even in the last year, which was like a headless, some sort of headless creature. Like its face was in its chest or something, and. Um, there's that. Do gremlins count? I've always thought gremlins are under <laughs> no. They, they appreciate. Yeah, they count, right? That's cryptids, don't they
0: hang out on wings of airplanes? Yeah,
1: in planes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would think so. Why would they not? I don't. Hey, uh, you didn't come up with the term cryptid, so you don't know what falls underneath. I, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: I also am a huge fan of the pants. What are they guys? Oh, uh, the Fresno Night Fresno n- nightcraw- nightcrawlers, Night Nightcrawlers. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, they're cute. Yeah. Um, I, as far as like weird thing, I I. Of the people that we've talked to, I think the weirdest encounters are usually dealing with UFO stuff and then what has happened to them afterwards, whether it's they have bruises all over or, which we didn't get to interview that person, but Hmm. um, things like that that's happened to them in their personal lives. But as far as stuff that they've seen, I don't know, to me, seeing any cryptid would be really weird.
1: Yeah, I guess, like, how do you break down... I mean, I I don't know. It, I think a Bigfoot...
0: It would still break your perception of reality, of reality right? Yes, Even if you so. saw a Bigfoot in front of you, that has to change your worldview a little bit. So I would think it's not going to be any different to see Bigfoot versus a Fresno Nightcrawler yeah. in that aspect, I mean.
1: Huh. I don't know. Uh...
0: Because if one thing exists like that, then they all exist. I don't know. In I, th- my I mind. feel
1: like a creature walking on its hind legs. That's freaky. Really? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. That. Um. I don't remember what the show was, but they showed like a chimpanzee just mm-hmm. walking upright. Mm-hmm. And that was very disturbing for me just to continue. He continued to walk. Like that's how he preferred to walk instead of just also on his knuckles. And that bothered me to no what? end.
1: I mean, I, I, what would be the most terrifying thing? Thing you could see though, like to me, I'm terrified of like the ocean and water, oh, like lakes. If you well, saw like a flipping if you saw a megalodon, <laughs> would you ever go swimming again?
0: No, I don't go swimming in the ocean anyway. Okay, so, no. um,
1: what about the Loch- yeah? Like that if you be... saw the Loch Ness monster,
0: I mean that would, I don't, I don't think I'd be afraid of the Loch Ness monster. A dog man, a werewolf, something like that. That would really freak me out because big dogs scare me.
1: Well, okay.
0: So, to see Wait. one walking upright right. with red eyes.
1: Have you met my dog, Bubby, yet? No, I okay. haven't. all right. He's a big dog and he's got red eyes.
0: He has red eyes. <gasps> no. Really? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> um, all right, so your answer is that every cryptid would freak you out. Pretty much. Okay.
0: I mean, obviously, some would look scarier than others, but mm-hmm. I think that <clears throat> just seeing any of them would change your view of the world.
1: All right, and then we have this. Do we want to get into this this week? The list of... I feel
0: like I already said no to this before we turn okay. this on.
1: Okay, we got to get into this later. Uh, <laughs> Michael sent us a very prolonged email about... Uh, that
0: could be an entire episode on its own.
1: Yes. Uh, different ghosts. Yeah. All sorts of different ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, we are getting a lot of mail. We want more. You need to send your mail to uh, monsteropolismail at gmail.com and we'll read it on the show. Abandoned in the subject line. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that's all we have to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. We will be back um, with with more next week. And then again, since Heather's here, hauntings is in the works. So yeah. if, if you're like, why the heck haven't they put out a new hauntings in what, like five weeks now? Something Six weeks? like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's because we're working on new episodes. However, those episodes are delayed until the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so you probably won't see a new episode until October or November, maybe, because we are... <coughs> Santino's editing Lake Michigan Mothman. So originally someone else was editing it. They yeah. fell through, which is one of those challenges you deal with making these movies. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that does it for this week. We'll be back next week with Mark. And then come see us in Sutton. Yes. And that does it. It's a great segue to leave. All right. Yep. See you guys later.
0: Bye. (laughs) Bye.